0: Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and Andy has to be a dad today. His kid has a fever, so he's dealing with that. And joining me, not just Dan, it's producer Dan. And I was thinking about this. I think this is the first time it's ever been just you and me.
1: No, we did one. In fact, it's kind of ironic that tonight's game features the Buffalo Bills, Because the last time we did the show together, just you and me, we came up with the perfectly profitable Pagula parlay around the U.S. Open and the Bills winning the Super Bowl. So that was the last time. And we get it again with the Buffalo Bills on Thursday Night Football. Of course, our girl Jess Pagula. Quarterfinals?
0: When yeah, she made it all the way to the quarterfinals yeah. of the U.S. Open. Still hasn't been able to uh, bring home the trophy yet. But one of these days, we're gonna hit yeah. our Pagula parlay. It's gonna happen. It was a, it was a fun sweat while it
1: lasted. I just remember getting to the quarterfinals and seeing all of the other quarterfinalists being like, every single one of those players is a truck right now. And then here's Jess Pagula like coming along, and then she got smoked. So there you go. I mean, it happens. It, it's, it's tough. Tennis is hard. It is. Tennis is not an easy sport to bet. So I'm told.
0: Ah, we have some success. It's been good the actually the end of the season here. I like this little Andorra tournament. That's been fun. Now let's check in on the World Cup quickly because all this is happening right now. Yes. It looks like if everything finishes as is, Morocco wins the group.
1: Yes. So winning? as of right this second, Morocco is on seven points, Croatia on five, Belgium on four, Canada will go home with zero points. Uh, So there's still a lot in the balance, obviously. It's a 2-1 game, I think. Uh, Yeah, 2-1 game in Morocco, in the Morocco game. So a a draw there puts Croatia back in the driver's seat. Obviously, if Croatia or Belgium get a win, uh, that changes a lot of things going forward. And I was kind of like playing around with some scenarios in my head. Uh, The winner of this group is going to be in the bottom quadrant here. So they basically be on the side with England, France, and the winner of the Portugal group, which you would have to think sets up very nicely for Portugal. If they get the win tomorrow against, uh, Ghana. Oh I know uh, they play South Korea tomorrow, uh, to maybe make a run to the semifinals. And then once you get to the semifinals of tournament, things can kind of get squirrely, but, uh, yeah, uh, Romelu Lukaku missed an easy scoring chance and then missed another one that the ball was out of, out of play. So it wouldn't have counted anyway, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, Uh, not great so far from Belgium. They A lot of people thought this was one of the, like this is the golden generation of Belgian football. They've, soccer, whatever you want to call it, and they you know, they've come close. They made a semifinal at the World Cup four years ago. I think even in 2014 they did as well. Uh, Or maybe they lost in the quarterfinals, whatever. Uh, They just haven't won a a title and they've aged out. Even their best player, Kevin De Bruyne, said like, hey, our old guys are old. Uh, And it looks like they might be on their way out, but you know, one goal can change that in the It looks like 17 minutes left, plus probably 10 minutes of stoppage time, because every game has had 10 minutes of second half stoppage time.
0: A lot of soccer left. We'll we'll put a pin in that. Just wanted to keep the people updated. Obviously, Patrick is having fun not betting World Cup soccer, which is is the smartest one of all of us. Hey, you got to flip coins. If you're not flipping coins, what are you going to do? And Holland Oats, one of my favorite bands, but disagree. You got to bet the World Cup. You got to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's fun, and you'll see coming up a little bit later. I have a couple of, couple of like actual bets and a couple of really, really stupid bets today, so it's going to be a fun one.
0: Well, speaking of actual and possibly stupid bets, let's get into this football game tonight. Let's do it. What yeah. I mean, in general, I know we got first touchdown, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. I mean, we got the Bills; they're three and a half point favorites. I hate three and a half. Three and a half is my least favorite of all NFL lines. It drives me insane. The totals at forty-three and a half. I kind of agree with Andy on the over. What do you think? I'm just waiting for Josh Allen
1: to look like Josh Allen. It feels like he's been in this weird funk for most of the season, or at least for the last few weeks where there have been some particularly in the red zone. There are a lot of turnovers, a lot of bad interceptions, like the one day in the game against Minnesota in particular. When this offense is clicking, they are very good and very fun to watch and as good of a coach as Bill Belichick is. Uh, We all saw what happened when these two teams played in the playoffs and the Bills offense was clicking. Uh, The Bills are, they're definitely dealing with some injuries on defense. So I can see it uh, being going over Andy Bettett. Uh You can go listen to the deep dive for his justification on it. I tried to find uh, a one sentence on it, but it was kind of spread out all over the place. So go back and listen to that show. I will also plug if you really are interested in learning about Wong teasers. Uh, they did a really great conversation at the beginning of the show last night about that. So also interesting, but yeah, I mean, I, the bills are just so good on offense that it, And I just I think I respect the hell out of Belichick, but man, it really feels like the Bills at a certain point have to start playing like the team we expected them to be and no better time than to do it on the road. Uh, I can't say for certain, but I'm only a couple hours away from Foxborough and it looks nice outside right now, so I can't imagine we're going to have the replay of the game they had last year where they only let Mac Jones throw the ball three times because it was so windy. So sure. Why not? Uh, I tend to stay away from betting a lot of the NFL games unless I'm really confident. I am not confident. The only
0: thing I really like to bet on the NFL is first touchdown scores. <laughs> That's a good segue. And yeah, I like the over and look at what we said about Josh Allen. I didn't realize this. He's thrown more interceptions than touchdowns in the month of November. He hasn't thrown three touchdowns since october 16th against kansas city it does feel like maybe a little eras out of the ball but i think that that's pretty good josh allen will throw a pick i bet you can get a better number than minus 500 yeah. i like that and it'll be part of my first touchdown score plays here because you've got two of the best takeaway defenses in the nfl here playing tonight so we'll probably start there um numbers at the bottom of the list there i mean bill's defense and special teams patriots defense and special teams again Number two and number three, I believe, um, both top three. One of them might be number one in terms of takeaways this year. Now, another team does turn the ball over very much. But you look at some of the turnovers the Patriots and Bills have produced. They do tend to um, be interceptions, a lot of picks, uh, not a lot, but the few turnovers they do have are pick sixes, which are great for stuff like this if we get a chance. Um, The Patriots defense already has a first touchdown of the year, Dan, and I'm sure you remember that amazing game against the Jets that had just one touchdown at the very end. Thank God for the punt return team. But I agree. I think Josh Allen probably does throw a pick tonight. Savage Samurai still poke around. You could probably find better than minus 500. I'll take both defense and special teams. Top of the list, Dawson Knox. Uh, This is a rogue number, 16 to 1 at DraftKings. 12 Ooh. or less pretty much everywhere else. I would play 12, 13, 14, anything like that, anything 12 or better. The Patriots are the second-worst team in the league. The Arizona Cardinals give up the most touchdowns to tight ends, but followed closely by the New England Patriots. Just something about the way their defense sets up. They really lock down wide receivers in the red zone, do a great job against running backs, but tight end score. So give me Dawson Knox tonight. Again, if you don't have a DraftKings account, make sure you sign up with the BetsBirds code for it get Yeah, get that 16-1. Um, Jacoby Myers, really funny odds for the wide receivers here on the Patriots. Um, now, I, it makes sense to me that they'd be a little bit lower. The Bills, again, their most susceptible part of their defense is against wide receivers. But Jacoby Myers has the fourth highest odds. Uh, Nelson Aguilar is above him. Devontae Parker is above him. Kendrick Bourne is above him. Now, Myers did get hurt in the last game, but came in and finished. Is questionable tonight. Um, happy to play him pretty much any book. Um, we'll basically refund your bet if he doesn't play. But if he does, 17 to 1, he gets pretty much all the targets, especially with Mac Jones, a quarterback here. And again, great way to score against the Bills. Give me Jacoby Myers, 17 to 1. Talked about the defenses. Mac Jones has one rushing touchdown this year, 60 to 1. Just kind of a system play. Have to take him. And then I mentioned Dawson Knox at the top and how bad the Patriots are against tight ends. 70 to 1. Quinton Morris is the Bills' backup tight end. Um, doesn't see a lot of action, but in the few games he has, it looks like it's been part of a game plan and scripted against other teams that are bad against tight ends. I expect them to kind of run that back tonight. Again, Has only one reception and one target, I think in the last three weeks, but you go back and look has some sporadic games against teams again with that struggle against tight ends. So like Morris here at a big number again, Bill's tight ends defenses, Jacoby Myers and Mac Jones. See if we can get one tonight. I guess if I had to pick one, odds aside, Ramondre Stevenson. Feels like a Ramondre Stevenson first touchdown, two-plus touchdown parlay night. So here's the thing that I'm finding to be exceptionally annoying right now.
1: Nobody I'm, – I'm now going to Bovada to try to find if anyone will let me parlay first touchdown score with over on Josh Allen
0: interceptions.
1: And it doesn't seem like that's a thing that anyone's going to allow me to do. So
0: that kind of sucks. Oh man, that's a bummer. Yeah, Josh Allen interception, Patriots. Maybe we could do Patriots anytime touchdown or something. But yeah, I've been looking into the first and two plus touchdown parlays. I've actually had a couple of these as a way to mitigate some risk on these top end guys. Derek Henry's is pretty good. I'll try right. Ramondre Stevenson tonight. There you go.
1: I I just wanted to try to put either the Dawson Knox one at DraftKings, which they wouldn't let me do with that rogue number, or just do the ultimate Josh Allen, uh, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde parlay with Josh Allen to score the first touchdown, a rushing touchdown or receiving touchdown, obviously, and then to throw an interception. To see what that would be like. But nobody would let me do that. But you can get it if you do want to bet the Josh Allen interception. You can get it around minus one forty five in a lot of places, which lets you know that people seem to think that Josh Allen's going to throw interceptions because. Uh, that's pretty juicy for for him to throw over half an interception, which would be meaning he's going to throw at least one. So,
0: yeah, that line's usually not that juicy, not for a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. but like I said, more interceptions and touchdowns if you look the last five six weeks. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. he just hasn't looked like I test.
1: He just hasn't looked as sharp as he normally looks, and what we've come to expect from him. So, I mean, I would I would probably consider that as well against a good defense. But you know, what do I know? I am just here yeah. about soccer and in, in college football. So there you go. It
0: is college football time.
1: When's the Blogger Bowl? Blogger Bowl. So today, 1 p.m. Eastern. So there's only technically there's 12 games now. Uh, there's the makeup game that Akron and Buffalo have to play. And here's a weird one for you, noobs New Mexico State is also 5-6. and six. Uh, They were supposed to play San Jose State a couple of weeks ago. But unfortunately, a San Jose State player passed away the week of the game. They postponed it indefinitely. Uh, New Mexico State. Applied for a waiver to get bowl eligibility at five and six, but nevertheless, Valparaiso, which is an FCS team in the Pioneer League, which Ooh. is a league for schools that don't offer football scholarships, stepped nice. up and said, "We will play you this weekend." They announced this on like Monday. An FCS non-scholarship team is going to travel to New Mexico after their season ended like two weeks ago to play I like that, that game. On this team. Uh, typically, FCS versus FBS lines won't come out until day of game. Mm. Uh, I would lay whatever number they. I mean, New Mexico State. They're they've had a really nice season. Uh, they are traditionally one of the worst teams in college football. They will probably be like a forty point favorite against. The team that, yeah, the 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 so the Pioneer again. They don't offer yeah. football scholarships, so like it's it should be bad. And I kind of want to watch that game. And I don't know if that's going to happen. We can do. College I'm going to
0: play. On. I'm going to play the Valpo money line.
1: There you go. Kids love that it.
0: love football versus spoiled. I don't know that people. it's kids
1: that love football as much as it Sprinkle. is an athletic department that's just like, hey, we'll take some money to Sprinkle. go play and get our asses kicked. Why not? The kids are on the team; they must love playing football. <laughs>
0: well, okay, that's fair. <laughs> so we can do some I mean, college
1: football now too, since you, we segued into college football. If you want, uh, that's yeah, let's do cool. it. I mean, one
0: of these is one of these an FCS game, Jackson. One of, of these is an can't FCS game. That so can be a real football team. I like to, Oh, it's a
1: a very real football game. You know Jackson State's coaches, right? I probably should. You should because their coach is Coach Prime. Oh. So, so Deion we'll start Sanders there. is coaching? Deion Sanders is coaching at Jackson State. Uh oh, wow. so Saturday is the SWAC championship game between Jackson State and Southern. These two teams played earlier in the season at Jackson State. The game is gonna this game is gonna be at Jackson State. Jackson State won 35 to nothing. So I don't know what Southern has done to make up that many points in that short of a time period against the team playing at home. Uh the only the only like fly in the ointment here is Deion Sanders might be leaving Jackson state. Uh, There's our rumors that he is attached to the Cincinnati job, the South Florida job and the Colorado job. And he said he'll announce something on Sunday, the day after this game, maybe his attention is elsewhere. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that they're going to want to hammer uh, Southern in this game and really send a message and make it to the celebration bowl to try to win that because that's the one thing he hasn't done. Like last year, they went actually bet on them. Uh, in the celebration bowling in South Carolina State last year, they ended up losing that game, but they are very, very good. Uh, they are much better than Southern, so I like the 17 and a half there. And the other one, the Big Ten championship game, Michigan taking on Purdue. This is a big number, also, but Purdue is not very good. Purdue is seven and five. Michigan, kind of like last year, the like the, their season builds and builds and builds to that Ohio State game, and then they once again found a way to beat Ohio State and beat them by more points than they beat them at home last year. Uh, I think this Michigan defense is very good and is going to be able to slow down Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell's status for this game is still up in the air. He's probably going to play, but his mind has not been on football this week. Unfortunately, his brother passed away, and his family has been dealing with that. Uh, so they're not sure if he's going to play, but I would suspect that he is going to play. But Purdue's probably not going to be able to stop Michigan from doing what they want, even if Blake Corum doesn't play because of his knee injury. I just think that Michigan is way more talented, way better on defense, and, and they have just built and built and built that momentum to get another shot at the playoff if they if they win this game they won't end up having to play georgia like they did last year in the semifinal so that means that they're gonna have a really good shot to make it to a national championship game and purdue just kind of seems like the roadblock that is in the way for them so i like michigan i know these are big numbers but uh the blogger bowl today at 1 p.m eastern me matt and phil we're going to we're going to pick we're not necessarily gonna say bet all of these but we're gonna pick all 10 conference championship games uh to do a little contest to see who can do the best With Because like I said, there's only 10 conference championship games and a couple of random one off kind of regular season makeup game scenarios. So uh, that'll be up just about an hour after the show. I'm just going to heat up my lunch and then go in and start building the graphics for that. And we will be live and it's good. It's that way I don't have to do it too. And I can watch
0: soccer at two o'clock. That's very smart. And that's you and Mr. Rooney. So you yeah. know, it's kind
1: of a mini round. Phil Goff is our third host. a uh, writes for the Notre Dame SB Nation blog. He and, he and Matt go back a long ways. He started a new job in the middle of the season. So uh, he has been absent most of the time. But we're excited to be able to get Phil in the mix. Because the Blogger Bowl started with the two of them picking every bowl game last year. And that was kind of where the name came from. And so we're going to start that spirit early. We'll do that. We'll do bowl games starting next week. Like... I think the first bowl game is next Friday.
0: Maybe, I need the bowl games. Maybe I it's, like two, it's no, it's two
1: Fridays from now because mm. next two Fridays from now because next week is uh, the Heisman and Army Navy, and then the week after is bowl. So we're two weeks away from bowls. Mid midday, noobs favorite thing:
0: betting on oh. sports in the middle of the day. I just gotta have something to do during the middle of the day. And thank God for tennis. Thank God, it's still tennis. here. It still persists. We're in freaking December. The Australian Open is in four weeks, and for some reason, they still have cool. tennis. And we can do, I know it's unbelievable. It's one of my favorite parts about tennis. I think it's actually close to like six weeks. But yeah, Dan, we're like three weeks into the season, major. Like yep. Can you imagine if, like, I don't try to think of any other league that does that. I know some of the English soccer leagues or some of the other bigger soccer leagues have like a trophy match or something to start the yeah. season, but I can't think of anybody that gets like 25%, not even like 15% through the season and the stops only- for a major tournament. The like, only sport that I can think of is
1: NASCAR, who does the Daytona 500 as the first official race of the season. That's fun. Which is their well, biggest
0: race. Like That's the only one that I can
1: think of that does it
0: that way. I never thought I'd be able to connect tennis with NASCAR. There you go. Uh, Amazing things happening. Yeah, I don't know. But, I, I was trying to, make a, trying to come up with something at the end, and I just could not. <laughs> it's okay. You still have that stellar rope hat on. So. That is pretty fantastic. That's like the best Masters hat I've ever seen. Except it's the Waterbury Open 1996. Oh my God, I need that. Yeah. so
1: first and foremost if you're unaware, the Waterbury open in 1996 is where Happy Gilmore made his professional golf debut and the best part about it it looks like it's a master's hat. It Happy does. Gilmore great movie it's and Waterbury Waterbury Connecticut the movie was shot in Canada but Waterbury, Connecticut where this golf tournament takes place is like 15 minutes from my apartment. so I had to, I saw it and I was like buying that hat. don't care how much it costs buying
0: it. Well, I need to snap back into some rhythm here. So let's get a tennis pickup. No tennis today. we got to settle with soccer. This one will be tomorrow morning. Again, not sure what the timing is. But Alicia Parks, young American, having a great finish to her season. Someone that's really building into a quality player. Excited to see what she can do with some of these 125s and maybe even 250s early next year. Goes up against Sabine Lissicki. Lissicki, a veteran who has played a little bit in doubles, did okay at World Team Tennis, but is really struggling here what seems like the end of her career i'm not re- really sure what she's doing whether she's trying to sort of restart things but as i'm playing some of these smaller events seems to be focused on scooping up points but should be absolutely out talented today park's in really good form i think just a better tennis player at this point the matches lined pretty closely minus 130 on the money line you can go ahead and do that i took minus two games you'll see minus one minus one and a half Um, was able to sell out to minus two for plus 100. There is almost no difference between minus one and minus two when it comes to tennis. Very rarely, especially in the women's game where there's not as many tiebreakers, does that end up mattering? Now, you know, you could have a situation where she wins the match and doesn't cover the minus two. It goes three sets and she gets blown out in one. But happy to lay the two games here again with the younger player. As we start to look at the end of the season, it really is all about, you know, younger players kind of making a push here at the end of the season to help – to the beginning of next year. Again, ranking points, that's how you get into tournaments. That's how you qualify for things and how you're able to kind of rise up the ranks. So like Parks here, she's had a great week. I think she makes it probably all the way to the finals at this point. And I'll take her to beat Lissicki here, minus two games or better. I love it.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it. is a name I know. Parks, I don't know. That one I don't know, but Lissicki a name I am I'm one. thinking
0: more like Chanho Parks. <laughs>
1: uh cherokee parks? That, that was just one park the also, oh there you go cherokee parks that's a good one oh, i
0: was chan park it was singular. just one
1: park parks and recreation that's probably what my go-to is there so. you go
0: <laughs> now soccer time what do we do soccer. this afternoon all right i see you stole one of my bets
1: huh i stole one of your bets highest scoring half i love the second half. oh okay
0: half. this so, is yeah. great so okay
1: so germany they're playing costa rica today so this is group e these games are at two o'clock you have spain against japan costa rica against germany Spain is on four points, Japan on three, Costa Rica on three, Germany on one. Uh, the good news for Germany, Costa Rica gave up seven goals against Spain. So Germany's going to have to score goals to try to, to get, they're going to have to win this game to advance. Like they can't draw a draw or a loss and they're out. Costa Rica can advance like the, if the other game goes the way that you would think it was, which is Spain beating Japan. Costa Rica can get through with a draw. So I think Costa Rica is going to try to maybe play a high line, try to get a lot of offside trap on Germany and just do everything they can to hang on defensively as best they can in this game. Germany might have a little bit of trouble breaking them down. The reality is, noops, I wanted to bet Germany in some form or fashion. There are not very many bets in on this game for Germany that seem like they are good value. Everything, it's like over three and a half goals is barely plus money. Like the ex- expectation is that Germany is just going to kick the shit out of Costa Rica. So I was looking for a Germany bet that made some sense and wasn't like crazy bad odds. And this was it. So I think Germany might i wouldn't say necessarily struggle but it'll be a challenge to break down costa rica maybe a little bit in the first half because you should expect that to be an ultra defensive game and then germany should open them up in the second half there my other bet this one was just for shits and giggles we were talking about it is japan and costa rica both winning today and advancing and eliminating it. in spain this one actually went against me this is a bookmaker it's now up to 237 to one. one so like throw a buck on it throw three bucks on it. i don't care like whatever like is it likely to happen? No. Are the odds higher, better than 237 to one? Probably. So why not? Like we've, ha- we've seen some crazy results in this tournament. I don't think we're going to get that, but we might. So yeah, 0. why the hell 0.05% 0,
0: 0, chance.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck it. Let's do it. Like that's kind of my philosophy on life with some of these. Uh, another one. This game is on Sunday. This is a round of 16 game. France is taking on Australia. Oops. And I wrote down the wrong team. I wrote down the wrong game. Son of a bitch. Uh, this is supposed to be France against Poland. Excuse me. So this is France and Poland. Uh, they are playing on Sunday. And basically, if you watched Poland play yesterday, Poland is a two-man team right now. They are Robert Lewandowski up front, and they are Wojciech Szczesny, the goalkeeper, uh, in, in net. And Szczesny has been awesome in this tournament. Uh, but they just have not been scoring goals. They just sat back and absorbed and absorbed and absorbed pressure against Argentina all day. Argentina should have scored four goals on them, maybe more. They just were not able to do that. Messi had the penalty saved. Nevertheless, Argentina should have scored a lot of goals on Poland and France is going to score a lot of goals on Poland. They rested a bunch of guys yesterday. I know they lost, but they squad rotated heavily. So they're going to be rested, ready for this game against a Poland team who's going to just sit back and hope that they can get to penalty kicks at zero-zero. I don't think that's going to work for them. I would expect France to win a multi-goal game. And then Noops. I'm trying to make amends for being anti-American on Tuesday. And this was another bet that I made. This is at BetUS. This is a rogue price right now because everywhere else I've seen it's kind of around like 80 to 1. So the Golden Glove goes to the most outstanding goalkeeper in the tournament, which is a completely subjective award. In the interest of full disclosure, it is only ever gone to a team that has finished at least in the top four. So made it to the semifinals or a Belgian. Randomly. Like Thibaut Courtois and the first time they ever gave away 94, their goalkeeper won it. But every other time it's been a goalkeeper who's at least made it to the semifinals. Is is, is the United States going to make it to the semifinals? Probably not. Like I understand that. However, they are very live against the Netherlands on Saturday. They can win that game. Do I think they will? Probably not. Can they? Absolutely. Matt Turner's only given up one goal in this tournament. It was on a penalty kick. He has not given up a goal against in the run of play so far in this tournament. The flip side, the U.S. has scored just two goals. Timothy Weah scored in the opener, and then Christian Pulisic said he did not get hit in the balls. That is a direct quote. I don't believe it, but like we've seen how much of a struggle it is for the U.S. to score goals. I think if the U.S. is going to make any kind of run in the knockout stage, Matt Turner is going to have to step up and make a lot of saves. This, and again, we're going to be down to 16 teams. Like only 16 teams make the next round, and he is one of the 16 goalkeepers who is going to be left it should probably be in the 70 to 80 range maybe even 100 but at 150 to 1 i put some coffee money on it just for shits and giggles because he's a very good player he's been very good for the us national team and he's been good when he's been called into service in this tournament like he he guessed right like there was no there was not a goalkeeper on planet earth who was going to save that penalty that uh what's the guy's name bale had in the first game of this tournament so there you have it i'm backing matt turner to win the golden glove at 150 to 1 why not i love it
0: some big numbers 237 150 i mean if there wasn't that episode where i parlayed all my first touchdown scores together i think you would have the top two odds or whatever
1: oh and so we are final and belgium is eliminated from the world cup i wonder what that price would have been the red not so devils let me i'm gonna hop into the deep dive dj discord while you get us running on some nba so while i'll tease the nba like we've talked about this on the show before like man Screw the NBA for being so afraid of the NFL that they don't do the NBA on TNT until after football season's over on Thursdays. And there's one game of noops. I am so proud of you. So proud of you for finding a bet that you like for this game.
0: It is a bet that I like too. And it wasn't, I thought about it because you're right. it, It drives me nuts and I complain about it and I'll complain about it. I complained about it on the show yesterday. Grow up NBA. People that are watching basketball aren't necessarily watching football. Yes, Michigan Ohio State was the most watched thing ever at football. Blah, 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 blah. But there's only one way you're going to crack this nut is if you try. For Christ's sakes, put the Warriors and the Lakers on tonight. But instead, we have just one game tonight 13 last night, but big marquee matchup. The Dallas Mavericks visit what's left of the Detroit <laughs> Pistons. I mean, I guess it could have been like a Spurs-Pistons game. That would have been sadder if I had to pick a team from Texas. Now, Luke is pretty great and all, and it should be a, – it's a game. I will be watching it. Uh, Pistons are eight-point underdogs. The total is 221, but just going to keep betting these Pistons team total unders. This team stinks, and they stink out loud without Kate Cunningham. They have no Kate Cunningham tonight. Um, I believe Marvin Bagley is out as well. Um, just will double-check that here, but – It's hard to be a bad team in the NBA, and it's hard to be a thin team in the NBA, especially when you pick up big injuries. Again, a lot of what this Pistons team is capable of doing relies on what Cade Cunningham can do. He is out tonight. Um, Bagley is in, but Jaden Ivey is out, which is really the only other guy on the team that can score whatsoever. Um, The Mavericks love to slow these games down, love to make them kind of ugly, plotting, awful affairs. and. I don't have the Pistons more than 104 points tonight. We got pretty lucky. They scored 110 on our 110 and a half when we went under yeah. the other night. And that's the closest they've come to a team total in about two weeks, honestly. Um, it's just a really pitiful team and what should be a slow, ugly basketball game. No real problems for either team in terms of rest. Not a look-ahead spot or anything for the Mavericks. So not expecting maybe a blot or something goofy like that. Give me the Pistons. Team total under one oh six and a half. Man, yeah. That's like... That's a bummer because Jaden,
1: like I guess it was summer league. Jaden Ivy looked really, and like Jaden Ivy was fun to watch at Purdue last year. And I was like, "Ooh, Jaden Ivy and Kate Cunningham playing together!" Like the Pistons are going to be a fun team to watch this year, and that lasted all of like a week until Kate Cunningham got hurt. And now Ivy's hurt. Like it's a bummer.
0: It was supposed to be a fun team. They weren't going to be good. Be good. Yeah. Well, it's time to win some games to be competitive in a season where it really looks like other teams are going to tank hard. Um Maybe they'll just lose. They don't even actually have to tank. It's just going to natu- happen naturally. Um, we'll see. I mean, Kate Cunningham should be back at some point, I believe, in the next couple of weeks, and maybe things will be better. Because, yeah, they were fun. I mean, with Cunningham, Ivy, Sadiq Bey. Again, Sadiq Bay isn't I uh, no, he actually is healthy. He's playing tonight. Um, Cunningham, Ivy, Sadiq Bey, Bogdanovich, Isaiah Stewart, Marvin Bagley. It was like a fun five, six guys, but now it's a pretty depressing, like, three guys. Again, yeah. a lot of Killian Hayes and Corey Joseph tonight. Like Corey Joseph, the same. Is that the Corey Joseph that went to Texas? Because I'll I'll back that. I mean, I hope. I assume he went to Texas. He was a uh, Toronto Raptor at one point. Yeah.
1: Corey Joseph went to Texas. I mean, I hope for your sake,
0: the Pistons score like 80 points and you don't have to sweat this one tonight. That would be nice. Not too worried about it. I think they'll be in the 90s somewhere. It's tough to stay in the 80s. It's a lot of basketball.
1: Yeah.
0: And the Mavericks aren't a great defensive team. I don't know. I just made that up. Noobs. I'm not watching (laughs) an NBA right now. The Hawks are
1: super up and down right now. They're the only team I really care about.
0: Watch them at home. Don't watch them on the road.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, and watch them when they play bad teams, too, apparently, and Trey Young can score, and then that's it. But, like, to me, NBA, I don't really care until Christmas, and then the NFL has to go and fuck that up this year.
0: Although, I I'm think it's... so least- rude to me. The NBA doesn't step on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But the NFL just, yeah, sure, let's ruin Christmas. Well,
1: the good news, at least, is that Christmas is on Sunday this year, and they're actually playing most of the games on Saturday in the in the NFL the oh so you for for those of you who are familiar with the deep dive uh we have coined a phrase the shower fart game of the week uh which is you know the worst game of the year and you can go back and, and get the explanation on christmas day we get the denver broncos and the los angeles rams at
0: 4:30 on christmas day well before the season that should have yeah. been a pretty fun right. game right. defending champion rams russell Finally gets to escape Seattle, which should be a mess. And Denver finally has their quarterback. It's all coming together. We're all listening to Suma and betting Broncos futures. And oh, the Hallison days. Oh man, Ugh. what a gross game! But hopefully the game tonight's not gross. And
1: hopefully it should be fun. We need to we need to hit it. first. I'm going to put it out in the universe. I'm not going to say we need to. We're going to hit a first touchdown score tonight, noobs. It is, I'm, gonna it's happening. Out, I'm even going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say I got to bring up the the list again. I'm going to say
0: Jacoby Myers. That's my mm. prediction. I like that. It's a good one.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's not being greedy, too. Second on the list will be just fine. Exactly. 17 to 1 is good for everybody. But I think that's all we got. Those are all the sports we have to cover. Oh, Damani Strasner missed your question. Yeah. Al- Alicia Parks minus a half a game, minus 125. That's fine. Again, if the money line is minus 130, just take that instead. It's just get over with the sweat you don't need to worry about the goofiness of the half game but that's fine as well thanks everybody for watching great job by patrick in the chat savage samurai Devani. everybody participating we appreciate it hopefully andy's kid gets better maybe he'll be back tomorrow who knows otherwise matt will be on i assume to talk some college football we'll probably bring dan back it'll be great fridays are always a mess around here see you then